we have a new president, it seems. News on MCU and DC Universe. And for the meat, we're talking about Mandalorian Season 2. This is mostly superheroes. Is uh, your host Logan, and welcome back to another episode of Most of the Superheroes. Just me today, audio only. Starting to find a rhythm here in uh, how we're dropping episodes. Uh, if you're following along and you're one of our, you know, our OG fans, uh, you're probably catching on. But you know, it's kind of like mix in some audio only. Do YouTube. You know, if you haven't checked us out on YouTube, you gotta go watch. Our latest episode, the Halloween special. It was so great. Um, what do I mean great? I mean, it was fun. We were in costumes. Andy, Mike, full costumes. Three grown men diving into all sorts of fun things, but on camera, only available at YouTube, as well as mostly, mostly superheroes forward slash watch. Um, so yeah, go check that out if you haven't already, but we do mix in, uh, you know, these in between episodes too, to keep you keep, you got to keep that content flowing. We know, I know what it's like. You want that podcast alert, you know, when you're getting in your car or, or you're getting ready to listen to a, to a, something on your morning commute. If you have one of those, even nowadays, you might be playing me in your kitchen right now while you cook. I don't know. What, like, where are we? You know, where are we right now? Oh, wow. Oh, we're in the car. Here we go. Driving to somewhere. So we got some news for you folks. We got some fan mail today. We got uh, a nice section of the meat. We're going to do all the all the hits today, really. You know, even though it's just me in here, um, you're, just get, you're getting another taste of the show, honestly. It's just kind of like, it's, it's almost like its own inherent spinoff you know from whenever we have the fellows in the studio it's just a totally different vibe just kind of like you know just me and you hanging out talking about superhero stuff so starting off uh with you really the fans we do have some fan mail um first up wanted to give a little shout out to a person on facebook jonathan r and a, you know, I'll protect your last name type thing. Uh, but you you know who you are. <laughs> uh, he uh he put up he shared us actually in a in just a, a comment on Facebook, and put a post up of our page. Um, and said that we are one of his new favorites, a new 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 favorite podcast out there. Uh, so Jonathan, want to say thank you for the shout out, and uh, here's a little shout out for you. Um. Keep giving us a little love on Facebook, and you know maybe we get you on the show one day. You know, what if we get you to call in or something? I don't know, just like off the top of my head. Um, on Twitter, we had a uh, a person, uh, or actually a group, retweet us. It's Robe News. 
That's R-O-B-E News. And their Twitter handle is just the opposite of that. News Robe. So N-E-W-S-R-O-B-E. They are a small channel for local news located in a small town in the west of Ireland. And we appreciate them shouting us out at, out there in Twitter land. And uh, for that, we wanted to say thanks on the show. Robe News, uh, I gave you that follow back so we can see what, what you're up to. And uh, keep shouting us out. We'll, uh, we'll give you some love. Thank you, News Robe, Robe News. Go check them out on Twitter. Uh, on our last episode in the Halloween special, another great visual for you waiting, waiting for you in that episode. Logan Dominic. He's a five-year-old cosplayer. He's got 16,000 followers on Instagram. And we had a little shout-out back and forth. And this is, what, this is what's fun about shout-outs for me. It's like, what are the possibilities that come from just a little fan engagement? You know, whenever we get to talking about a topic, what could it lead to? In some instances, it leads to great conversations like uh, the one regarding our Halloween super uh, movie characters, supervillains. This is a recurring theme that now comes comes into every episode almost. That was from fan mail. Well, now we have another example of uh, you know, how far fan mail can go. Logan's dad reached out on uh, Instagram after seeing us. You know, we had we had talked about uh, Logan's great Mandalorian outfit. You know, the cosplay, the full effect. He's got the helmet. He's got a little Yoda floating by somehow. Um, he reached out, and we're gonna get him on the show. It looks like we're gonna do like a a, a Zoom call. Uh, me and L- Logan get two Logans talking. It's gonna be you know that's gonna be fun. And Logan's dad, of course, helping us, you know, facilitate the whole thing. I don't know if five year olds have Zoom accounts yet. Maybe, maybe twenty twenties the year for that. I guess. So um. Just wanted to say, you know, watch for that coming up. Logan, love what you're doing with your cosplay. You look great out there. You can check Logan out on Instagram at Logan Dominic Cosplay. That's all one word, and uh, go check him out. Can't wait to have him on. All right, we had a Twitter poll. So wrapping up fan mail with, uh, with a poll. We, we, we're starting to get into that groove as well. Uh, the best streaming service. You know, that's a big question. And I don't really have, <laughs> full disclosure, I don't really have the biggest following on Twitter just yet. I mean, you guys know. I mean, we're, we're new. We're out here. We're new. But uh, we do get, you know, some reactions and uh, takes on polls we put out there. So this one was the best streaming service overall. You know, if you had to pick one. And we did out of four. We, I, I was out of the four I chose. I chose, uh, let's just do them in order. Of the, you know, these are the, these are the four. First of all, we had a tie. Disney Plus and HBO Max, uh, they tied for uh, for first. All right, so they, they got they got first place. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, number two coming in uh, at second was Netflix. All right. And number three, just to get through it, is uh, Amazon Prime. So we had, we had, uh, yeah, we'll give you a little bit there because you only got third place. 
really fourth place. You know, there were four. So it was Disney Plus, HBO Max, Netflix, and Amazon Prime Video. I really was not surprised by these results. Um, let's just, you know, kind of talk through it from my point of view. So the HBO Max, right? We talked about this in our latest episode. They're just putting out great content. I mean, just just bangers, like really. I mean, just show after show that just is coming, you know, with really great actors, really great story, like really great storytelling, I'm saying. You know, it's like they're really doing a lot of fun stuff. You know, they got uh, they got The Outsider, Stephen King show. I don't know if you've seen that. They, they got the uh, – they have a – I just talked about Raised by Wolves, like such an interesting – definitely its own show like so original and beautiful looking um and now i'm you know we're gonna talk about this and and what you watching toward the end uh i did start mike you're gonna pc mike out there he's gonna love this the undoing with nicole kidman and hugh grant uh carrie and i did catch up on uh the three episodes now available at hbo max and I'm just, you know, just to, I don't know, I don't want to get into it. It's really for what you're watching, but it's good. Let's just, let's just jump ahead to that. It's good. Mike, you were right. Like it's a, you know, it's a mystery thriller, who done it, what's happening. <laughs> a lot of questions. That's when a show is really good, when you have a lot of questions. So all to say, wasn't really too surprised. Disney Plus, of course, you know, they're going to be trending this year. They, it's their first really big year. And really, everybody's been home all year. So if there was a uh, atmosphere in society needed to test a brand new streaming service, the 2020 provided it with us all being home more than has ever happened, you know, in our lifetime with this technology available. So what a what a way to test it in my book. Um, I think it was getting a little dry. You know, it was like, OK, what else can I watch on here? We've we've talked about this on this show before. But then you come out swinging with The Mandalorian Season 2, which we're going to also talk about later. Netflix. Um, my thoughts on Netflix are probably the same as yours. It's just, uh, there's just a lot. You know, and I and like you would be like, okay, so what, you're complaining because there's too much content? I mean, I guess I am a little. I mean... I'm all for having something to watch. And I know that's like the general consensus that, you know, you get, especially again, you think, you think about it now, COVID-19 days, like everything, you know, if I, this question, I would have answered this differently a year ago. I would have said, you know, I want to have good quality stuff to watch. Um, not just something to watch. And sometimes I feel like on Netflix, I'm just watching something and you'll feel that moment of like, this is not really grabbing me the way I thought it would you know, based on what I've heard or if it's in the top 10 on Netflix, you know, we've talked about that before. Great example of what I'm saying here is, you know, Haunting on Hill House or Haunting of Hill House, whatever you call it. Then they got the sequel, Haunting of Bly Manor. Well, like the Haunting of Hill House, I enjoyed it. But I also was like, not like, oh, this is so great. You know, I didn't have that feeling that I really am getting on a lot of these, again, HBO shows, which... You know, right now, HBO's at the top, man. I mean, they're at the top. And then before we move on uh, to our next section, uh, Amazon Prime Video, you know, getting coming in fourth. Um, you know, it's like, well, hey, I don't have to boo them. Like, they're not, 
here's the thing. Amazon Prime and my book, I mean, they're just getting started. And why do I say that? Really because of one reason for me, the boys. And then, you know, the boys season two. Uh, just saying, the, the, this show is smart. It is intentional. It is beautiful. The acting and the storytelling is top notch. If you have not seen the boys on Amazon Prime, do yourself a favor and go watch it. Because it's uh it's some of the best television I have seen. So like the overall survey, it's like, you know, where do you stand? It's well, it's about your preference of show, it's what you're into. But for me, it's who's telling the best damn story right now? Well, the boys is up there, but Amazon Prime, you gotta you gotta make more, right? For me right now, it's also HBO Max. I would have to agree. But then you got Disney. You know, they got the, just to wrap this up, they got the uh, Mandalorian right now. And then we're going to talk about some news and rumors with some MCU stuff. You know, my, my answer could very well be different here in uh, about eight weeks. All right. So uh, wrapping up fan mail. Thank you guys. Keep writing us. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram, YouTube, Tumblr, TikTok, and mostly superheroes.com. We are about the fans on this show. Without you, there's no show. So thank you. Reach out. And uh, with that, let's uh, let's jump to the next one. News and rumors. I always watch. I mean, I watch Joe Rogan. I think I'm, I mean you guys know that by now. I just I guess he is drinking water on there, but like he's good at hiding it. And I guess it's like that's the that's the good part about having guests. So more incentive for me to have guests on this show uh, so you guys don't just have to hear me talk to you about drinking water. But that being said, none of us are getting enough water. Make sure you're drinking enough water. Okay, so back to uh, news and rumors. Free Guy, the uh, video game Ryan Reynolds film. It was supposed to be in theaters in, uh, what, December? Something, yeah, coming up here. So today is, uh, I don't know if I said it, today's November 9th. It's actually uh, me and the ladies' one-year anniversary. So happy anniversary to uh, me and Carrie. And, oh, guys. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah, one year. It's uh, it's exciting. We're, uh, we're very, very happy and uh you know one year in it's like only you know we're we're just getting started but we're uh we're thrilled and happy anniversary carrie i, I love you um so that that's not going to be in theaters guys free guy it's gonna be delayed so whoa big shock <laughs> wow big shocker uh yeah obviously coronavirus numbers are not to like get you know on it too much you, you hear it everywhere but the numbers are up there's no question about that and I said it at the very beginning, but just to just to get it out of the way, kind of early, try to get it earlier in the episode than you know later. Should have already said something, but we do have. No matter where you stand on anything or anything about politics, it looks like we just have we have a new president, folks. We have a new president. Looks like it's going to be a change of scenery at the White House. It's going to be a change of scenery uh, in in the polit the. The quid pro quo of politic world, it seems like. Um, this is not a political show, but it is a something that is 
making all of us take notice. Be remiss if I didn't at least mention it. And uh, I don't know if you're just asking me how I'm generally feeling. I'm just feeling optimistic, man. I feel like, uh, you know, I, I'm all about coming together and resolving conflict and, and not making more. So uh, I've, I'm optimistic about where we're headed. Do I think it's going to be a heavy, heavy few months? Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be pretty heavy. You know, virus is still very much here. You know, Trump technically hasn't even, you know, I don't think he's conceded yet. Like, it's still happening. Like, I think technically we don't even have a new president, really. It's president-elect, right? Like, he's, they're like, you've got the votes. Um, But, like, who knows what the next few weeks will look like. So, you know, again, not a political show, but I'll, you know, I'll, I'll jump in just that I'll, I'll at least acknowledge what's happening to you as if I'm not just living in a complete bubble here in the studio. Um, So that was from Brandon Davis. This one is uh, also from Brandon Davis over at Comic Book. Appreciate you guys always helping out the show with your great research and uh, videos that you guys put out all the time. Go check out comicbook.com for sure. It's where I get my news. It's where you should get your news. Okay. Spider-Man's filming in Atlanta. This is MCU, folks. Let's focus on MCU for a minute. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, or uh, whatever, home, what did I say, homesick? Home something? Um, it's filming in Atlanta. Here's the news. Again, Brandon Davis. Cumberbatch, Benedict Cumberbatch, of course, our Doctor Strange was on set. I mean, just, you know, let's just hit the, the big thoughts real quick. Oh, Multiverse of Madness is coming up. It's actually filming in London, so this is definitely like a Spider-Man thing. And now we're seeing that he will be in Spider-Man, but in like, in what regard? This is going to be so great, guys. There's going to be some kind of... I mean, I think Doctor Strange... You could you could argue he might be in on set of any MCU project <laughs> right now because at some point maybe Multiverse of Madness is going to be this thing that just kind of spiderwebs out into the multiverse cosmos and just we're just going to get it sprinkled into Spider Man maybe we get it sprinkled into Black Widow I still would love to see Black Widow come back from a multiverse where she's alive because there are infinite Black Widows out there. So don't tell me, don't tell me the snap that the blah, 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 blah. Anybody can be back. I would bet you money. We'll see a version, even if it's just like a CGI screen, but like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. agrees to the voice or something. He's even done like the what if show. I bet we see an Iron Man one day. You know, it's, it's going to be like, like Tony Stark, Iron Man too. I'm not talking just like new age, new generation. Like with this multiverse, you can do anything. Uh, it's all about the money and what's possible. So all to say, this news of Cumberbatch in Atlanta filming you know, with Spider-Man, this is really exciting. All right, Chris Killian uh, from Comic Book. He uh, helped us out with this news here. Thank you, Chris. I uh, love your videos, Daily Distractions. It's uh, quick like bites of what's going on each week. So, listener, if you're not following a uh, comic book on Instagram, again, there's no official relationship here, um, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend to you that I have gone out and became a journalist in any sense 
getting all these facts for you. These are uh, this is me doing my part, sourcing what I really uh, really do look for for my news. So this video, this came from a video, one of his daily distraction videos. Spider-Man Miles Morales gets announced last week. This is the video game exclusively on PlayStation. It's a Sony exclusive, of course, being anything Spider-Man. Um, just some quick takeaways. This is from Chris. You guys know I don't have a console yet. You know, is it on the list? I mean, it's an ongoing discussion that I have with uh, Andy and Mike, that I have with my fiance, Carrie, like with myself. Just like I've never been a big gamer. I love Guitar Hero. I got into Assassin's Creed when I was a little bit younger. I had like the young. I I liked I liked the OG games of uh OG for me, like N sixty four, PlayStation, PlayStation two. You know, you got Mario Kart, the GoldenEye 007 games. Like, I loved those, you know, those those games. I, I loved uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I'm sure you, you know, if you're around my age, I played that one. Crash Bandicoot. I was a big Crash Bandicoot guy. But the last 15 years of my life, like, I don't play video games. I've barely had a console. I did enjoy Grand Theft Auto. Like, I liked doing that with the, with the, with my, with the friends, you know? Uh, me and the gang would get on there and just like hang around in the city. I thought that would be cool. Like that's really cool for right now. Like that game sounds for COVID days. Like that'd be the best. It's like, hey, let's go to this coffee shop, <laughs> and then like rob it up and then fly a spaceship into, you know, the Empire State Building. I mean that that games th those games are so fun. This game looks sick, just from a look standpoint. You know, I'm just looking at uh, the trailers. What I love about these newer games is just really getting a. Uh, a take on the storyline, even if it's just someone telling me about it, or if I, you know, I'll watch people play online because I'm curious about the campaigns. Uh, this one looks pretty cool. It's like a whole new perspective of New York, uh, you know, from this from Miles Morales, the the star of of this game. Uh, I think Peter Parker is, you know, very much in this universe. So you're gonna get to kind of play with both. It looks like, or at least team up on stuff. I'm sure it's like a switch back and forth situation. I'm sure that came from the first games. A lot of this is speculation. Again, I haven't played it, but I want to give you the gamers out there, people that are interested, like me, in maybe getting a console because here's where I stand you know, at the end of the day. I want a PlayStation because I feel like I need to play, <laughs> need, you know, relatively speaking, to play Spider-Man, all these Spider-Man games, First of all, and definitely the Avengers game. If you're if you listen to this show on a regular basis, you know we are Avengers heavy, man. I mean, I have like well, I'm not gonna play I'm not gonna play a video game where I get to be Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, maybe Captain America too. I mean, it looks awesome. So uh, that's where I'm standing, guys. Sony, you know, if you're listening again. What if you just had like this guy that already had a pretty good podcast that would also do like live streams uh, playing your video game? And yeah, I know what Twitch is. I'm not on it yet. Maybe I should be. Gamers out there, let me know what you think. We're we're dabbling. You hear me? You hear me thinking about it. Um, but anyway, exciting to see this take on Spider Man. Excited to see you know just more diversity in the MCU. Uh, this character is unbelievable. I say MCU, Marvel uh, game universe. Um, 
his powers are so sick with the electricity. Um, and then just for a rating to give you like, well, where did it stand? Like what, like what, what did someone actually think about it? Uh, Chris Killian. Like he's CK comedy on Instagram. If you want to go follow him, um, he gave it four out of five stars. That was him and, and the folks over at comic book. All right, so moving on to some MCU news. Uh, Adam Barnhart over, again, comicbook.com. Uh, listen, article, this was today. This was like two hours ago. WandaVision should still drop in December. I even just got a message from Andy while I'm sitting here recording. He said he just saw something get posted that was potentially December 25th, you know, Christmas Day. We also heard from... Well, on, on that story, that came from Dylan Klump. So this is a producer with the folks, you know, working on the on WandaVision. Did post out a teaser on Instagram. We also had a share from uh, some information. This was uh, late last week from Looper and Entertainment Tonight. They shared a quote from Kat Dennings. Kat Dennings, uh, she plays what Marcy? Is it Marcy? I think her name is in the uh, the Thor films, Thor, and then Thor: The Dark World. She is in this show, WandaVision, which is very exciting. And she had a quote saying, like, it's coming out pretty soon, basically saying it sounds like most likely by the end of the year. She said, like, you know, basically don't quote me on that, but they did. But it's, you know, she she shared a little bit. All signs point to this launching, dropping, I should say, on Disney Plus very soon. I am very excited, if you can't tell basically screaming at you about this. Like, I am very excited about WandaVision. It's going to be the first show. Um, it looks like Falcon Winter Soldier. There has been some more stuff out from, again, Comic Book, sharing that. Um, you know, all signs point to them actually having the project about wrapped up, or it is wrapped up. It's probably coming early 2021, but nothing official yet, so don't hold your breath. It was supposed to, you know, drop in August. We're, we know how it goes. So WandaVision, yes, 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 is happening. And what does this mean for me? One, it makes me think, okay, time to rewatch all the MCU films. But there are like what, twenty three films, twenty two, whatever. You know, it's uh, that's that's only that's a, that'd be like a movie a day. So uh, is it realistic? No, this is just I'm telling you exactly my first thought. I would like to watch every movie and then pick right back up where WandaVision started. And then hopefully, you know, if DC has, I'm sorry, if Disney can get their schedule like in order to where it's like, okay, I can just watch from now on, right? This is the new saga. I want to start fresh. I always want to start fresh. That's why I rewatched Star Wars before I watched The Mandalorian. And I watched rewatch The Mandalorian 1 before Mandalorian 2. Like, that's my style. Like, I like to have the fresh eyes of like, what just happened in this world and what's happening now? Now, at the very least, we will watch. Yeah, I'm just, this is, this is where content presents itself, folks, right, right before your ears. We are going to watch uh, Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. This is definitely going to be something. What do I mean, Something. Okay, well, we'll probably, you know, it'll be definitely featured in an episode of some kind, whether it's the meat. Uh, you know, that's probably what we'll do is just throw it as the meat is one episode where we're just diving into them. 
Uh, but I'd like to do more than that. I mean, these are probably you know, these are my favorite films, really. I'm getting down to it. These are my two favorite films. I, I would say. You're gonna get you know, gotta really second guess myself immediately. That's a hard thing to do is pick your favorite something, especially when this whole podcast is TV and film. To really pick my favorite, that's a big statement. But I'm telling you, they're up there. We're definitely gonna feature them as like a live Instagram type thing. Or, you know, let Facebook Live, YouTube Live, where we'll sit down for the first hour. You know, not to say we're anything like these folks other than we love their stuff, but the Russo brothers did this last year. Actually, not last year. It was, it was like what, March or April? It was whenever COVID and the state of emergency, I think, was still happening. We were really locked down. And they jumped on Instagram for the first hour and watched, uh, in game, I believe, yeah, in game, either in game or Infinity Wars, one or the other. Um, I want to do something similar to where we like, you know, we'll field questions, we'll uh give our thoughts. I'm saying our, I'm, I'm assuming it'll be me and at least a, a few of the gang that's been on, and we'll talk through like our favorite parts. We'll be on for at least an hour. If it's going well and we're having fun, we'll keep it going. Um, but definitely watch for that. Just because I want to get in the mindset of WandaVision. And the best way to do that is to see the movie and watch uh, those final moments of Wanda and Vision and Thanos and then Endgame again to really get a feel for what's happening in the universe and what happens with all these snaps of Infinity Stones and multiverse jumps. Like, we need a refresher, folks. Everyone's excited, but do not forget, like, it is a little confusing. You remember Endgame when they're talking about time travel. It's a little gets a little tricky. So in the quantum realm, you throw in multiple universes. You, th- you know, again in my mind, anything can happen. So more to come there. Winter Soldier's coming hopefully soon. Uh, also out of comicbook.com, we heard this is just uh, in still in Disney Plus land, but focused on Star Wars. Just gonna mention it real quick. They're talking about making a sequel to the Han Solo movie. Okay, so we'll see what happens with that. Not shitting on the movie. I liked it, but outside right now, I didn't love it. So we'll see what happens. Do I want to keep seeing Star Wars stuff? Yes. All right, Thor, Love, and Thunder. Um, This is something I'm very, very excited for. Um, Got some news on the film. Few few things, okay. First of all, comic book shared uh, here last within the week. Uh, filming is about to begin on Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, we also hear that uh, from a theory from Screen Rant that the reality stones that we see in the Thor stone, I should say, in Thor. The dark world, the ether, the what is it, the reality stone, is what will potentially give Jane her powers. In this, I'm really jumping ahead. I don't, if you don't know this, just to catch you up real quick, Jane Foster's coming back. Natalie Portman's character from the film, she's coming back. She's going to be the new Thor. What's that mean? Is she the new Thor? Yeah, I know. That's me. I all of us, right? Is Chris Hemsworth staying? Is he going? Okay, we do know Chris Hemsworth has been quoted to say, 
I think it was him. You can quote me on this, but it's, it was either him or someone from Marvel, but I thought it was him. He's not going anywhere. He's sticking around, okay? So ease your hearts right there. All right, what we do know is that Jane Foster is going to inherit the powers of Thor somehow. It is said that she will be called the Mighty Thor. This is from Movie Web. And she'll have her own set of powers. Like, that's exciting. Um, this all makes sense to me, right? The ether was already inside of Natalie Portman, and, you know, and that's a weird sentence, but, like, that's the movie, Thor the Dark World, just to give you a taste of Thor the Dark World and, and what you're, you know, what you deal with that movie. Well, hey, come on. We're, it's not bad. It's just not one. It's not, It's one of the worst MCU films, Thor the Dark World. Am I, am I right? If you're listening, you know what I'm saying. If you're an MCU fan, Thor the Dark World was just kind of a, you know, kind of a bummer. But it was also a fun MCU flick. I actually rewatched it. You know, of course I did. Recently, I've seen it many times. It's good. It gets better each time I watch it. It's a fun MCU flick. I am super excited to see Natalie Portman come back in a big way. I've heard she's getting buff for this movie. Hopefully, Chris Hemsworth will be buff. No, I'm just kidding. He is. I saw on Instagram. He's also shared. He's getting bigger than ever. This movie, Love and Thunder. Can we just, again, give a, a, a little bit up for Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. That guy in the back gets it. Thor Ragnarok. What a film. The music. The feel. The energy. I think we're going to get some more of that and more. Of what? I don't know. And Thor, Thor, Love and Thunder. I'm very excited about this film. More to come there. Jumping over to DC. Still here in the news and rumors world. Peacemaker. The John Cena spinoff from James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Is starting to film in... Oh, now. I mean, now, James Gunn is in Canada. He's quarantining. He's got a Canadian quarantine going on. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's required by law because I guess, like, if you're going to come here and film this movie, everyone has to self-quarantine for 14 days. Just common sense stuff like that. I'm sure, like, I would have thought, like, just test me. Fit the test. Tell me James Gunn can't get a COVID test? Microsoft sends James Gunn an Xbox to play while he's waiting on this quarantine. So this is what it's going to take to get somebody to send me a console. I'm going to have to be as successful as James Gunn. Minimum. Got a long road ahead for most of the superheroes. Um, all right, well, have fun with your Xbox, James. I guess... Have fun chilling in Canada for two weeks before you can start filming on Peacemaker? All right. Well, regardless, that's exciting. I mean, is he in a hotel? Does he have a house? I mean, James Gunn's made some shit. He's got some money. He's having a good quarantine, but still, weird rule. I would have thought I'd get the test. Now, that being all being said, 
Peacemaker is starting to film, guys. This is the HBO Max spinoff of the show of the movie. The reboot. I think it's a reboot. Suicide Squad, James Gunn looks insane. We got Harley Quinn again. We got uh we got all sorts of characters in this thing. I can't even run down the whole list of DC characters because I mean it's notoriously known. You know, these are kind of like the B-line characters or B-line villains. Not to say they're bad or anything, but this is a trend, you know, and James Gunn has done this. He's proven he could do it with Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what I'm saying? So uh, this looks great. Um, and to hear that this show is already getting to start filming, I think they've already filmed a lot of the movie, maybe all of it. I don't know how much. Um, and that's all from Nicole Drum over at Comic Book. Nicole, thank you so much uh, for that info on Peacemaker. We are excited to see about it. And then the last bit of news for today, and then we'll take a quick, quick break. Just a minute. Um, Green Lantern. Live action. TV show, HBO Max. Are you fucking kidding me? Let's go. Like, that is awesome. I didn't even know about this. Apparently, this is a probably old news. This is like one of those things that I'm discovering, I think, because of this podcast where I start going deeper down rabbit holes. Brandon Davis helped us out with his second printing from November 7th, a couple of days ago. Green Lantern's coming to HBO Max. They're, they've made some casting decisions, and the takeaway, Brandon, I'm going to agree with you. I'm here for it. I don't know if there – it seems like maybe there are people complaining about like what they're going to do with these characters or the people they're casting. I, I What are you talking about? We have not had the Green Lantern we deserve. And if what, – what did we talk about at the beginning of the show, folks? Pay attention to these patterns. HBO is doing really well with these dramas – I mean, they've done well with the Watchmen series. That's DC. Doom Patrol. And then all the other content that's not even part of the DC stuff. I mean, I, I just can't help but get excited about this. So, yeah, Green Lantern, we're here for it. Um, we're excited to see what happens. Uh, thanks again, Brandon Davis over at Comic Book uh, for that bit of news. We're here for it. All right, uh, before we go to our next section, let's take a quick break. Hello, podcast listener. This is your host of Mostly Superheroes, Logan. We hope you're enjoying the show. Did you know that you or your business can advertise right here, right now, in this advertising spot for Mostly Superheroes? That's right. We are currently open and negotiating terms with potential partners. Please go check us out at MostlySuperheroes.com and reach out on our contact page. Enjoy the rest of the show, and we'll see you next time. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. Um, hope you're doing okay out there. Uh, exciting week again. We're gonna. Um, who knows what the world's gonna look like? I feel like it's probably gonna be the same a little bit. We got the holidays coming up. Love the holidays. I really do. Uh, we just had, you know, we just had Halloween. That's all. That's all come and gone. Uh, Thanksgiving's coming. I'm not sure if you're a big Thanksgiving person. Uh, this is not, I mean, this is going to be the weirdest Thanksgiving anyone's ever had. Maybe besides the first one. 
I, I don't know why I did evil laugh. I just I knew I needed to push the button then. I was just like, hit what, that one. There's nothing evil laughy about. Well, maybe, I don't know. You know, Halloween's, or uh, Thanksgiving's a weird holiday. Like, Columbus Day's weird. The whole thing is weird. That being said, I love turkey. I like, I love stuffing, too. And we've talked about it um, on the last episode. We are going to do something for the for Thanksgiving. And also, uh, you know, Christmas time is uh, a real fun time. I love the Christmas holiday. Um. You know, I I love the lights. I love the music. I love the candles. I like the pumpkin spice lot. Well, that's more, I guess, fall. But I do like the Starbucks holiday cups. Like, you know, it's all the American BS that comes with Christmas. But, like, I, I love it. You know, I'm one of those people. I love Christmas. I like the music. And I do. I can't I can't listen to the music the whole time. I'm not one of those people. Oh, I, I start listening to Christmas music, uh, uh, you know, September 1st. Like, no, you're a psychopath. Like, do not listen to Christmas music like that, and don't listen to it that often, and don't talk about it that much. No, I'll probably start listening to it, you know, around December 1st. Um, and this show is going to celebrate the season. You know, this is going to be a real big time of coming together, and we want to celebrate that, and we're going to do it with the Batman Returns Christmas special. Yeah. I know, I know you guys are pumped for that. Um, we are too. And just to, I read this on Comic Book again. This was, oh, I wish I could remember the article. All right, but they have an article over there. If you, like they have it filtered where you go like by category. So if you go to the DC section on Comic Book, there's an article like four or five down where they are having this debate on whether Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. So, you know, I, I obviously we think it is. Uh, what do you think about it? Because here's what I'm thinking. Why don't you give us your take um, on Batman Returns, really? Like your favorite part, your uh, favorite memory of the movie, and then whether you think it's a Christmas movie and why. And if you could let us know, here's what I'll do. I'll feature you, you know, depending on how many we get, we'll do like a drawing maybe or something. But, you know, most likely at this point, show's fresh and new, guys. Get on the show. You write us, we'll feature it on the Batman Returns Christmas special. Yeah. Yep, we're going to do it. Uh, we're not heroes, but, you know, I like to, you know, you know, pass it around, man. You write us, we'll get you on the show. Maybe you can come on and even give your take. Maybe, we, maybe we'll zoom you in. What if we did that? Uh, so, anyway, that's coming up. Um, so, we hope you're enjoying the show. There's a lot happening. We're at Instagram, social, all that, and everything's at MostlySuperheroes.com. And just to give you a few updates. Um, but with that, let's go ahead and go to our next segment. What you watching? All right, folks. Uh, this is another you know call to action on your part. I want to hear what you're watching out there. You have been hearing me and Andy and Mike gab, gab, gab about everything we watch. And we're watching some fun stuff. Hopefully, you have had some rec- recommendations. Uh, we want to hear what the people are watching. So let us know. You can contact us at mostsuperheroes.com and let us know what you're watching. I'm watching a couple things. Mentioned a couple of them throughout the show. First up, The Undoing on HBO Max. 
I've watched three episodes. How do I feel about it so far? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. Um, really great so far. Got this recommendation from PC Mike. Mike, thanks for that. Uh, you're talking about Hugh Grant, Nicole Kidman, in a murder mystery drama with all of the action that you look for, all of the uh, all of the like really great acting. Again, good storytelling on the edge of my seat. Have I, you know, I've kind of got lost a couple times, but I've also, you know, I, they bring you back in, and it, it it's one of those that's. It, it's every murder mystery drama, right? It's like it's like so obvious at the beginning what happened. Well, then, you know, two episodes in, three episodes in, what is going on with this show? Where can it go with seven more episodes? All to say, we're here for it. Um, we're going to keep watching it, and we'll keep talking about it. Let us know if you've seen The Undoing on HBO Max, available now um, on HBO Max to stream. First three episodes looks like it drops every Sunday. It's that Sunday night show. And let us know uh, what you think about that. And we'll keep it uh, rocking and rolling. PC Mike, if you're listening right now, get ready and we'll uh, we'll dive in. I believe I've mentioned it on this show before. We do watch Mad Men. Uh, Mad Men, the uh, critically acclaimed AMC drama starring St. Louis's own John Hamm. And we are here in St. Louis, Missouri. For those of you that haven't picked up on that. Uh, but just so you know, wherever you're listening, know that you're joined by listeners all around the world. We are now in, I believe, around 15 countries. And just to share with you guys, the fans, we have crossed over the 13,000 download threshold. So, uh, yeah, lots of big news. You're going to hear that clap button a little bit, hopefully, uh, more and more, because we're just having a lot of fun in here. But uh just want to say thank you to the fans, because we are starting to get some traction, and uh, all to say, thanks. Really, was that what that point was? But back on Mad Men, uh, you know, I think, I think that started with highlighting John Hamm in St. Louis, and that just led to me being proud of the show and proud to have you guys as a good fan. We, got, we, have, we have some fun fans. You guys have already been so great, and um, I already feel community building, and I'm having a lot of fun, so I hope you guys are too. Uh, Mad Men fans out there, though, we are wrapping this up when I say we. I mean, Carrie and I, my fiance, um, we do work and have worked in our lives in the uh, ad agency world, you know, the marketing world, uh, the design world. And so I think for us, you know, this show is all about that in the 60s, that just like that specific industry. So we, we love it personally. And I personally love the show. I think it's really good. I think it's a beautifully shot show. Everything is so perfect. The costumes, the design, the acting, everything is at a at a full time like eleven, turned up to an eleven. Um, but I, I, you know, it's it's a show that is it's long, and there are seven seasons, seven or eight seasons. And uh, but we are about to wrap it up. I think we have three or four episodes left. So, I would like to do something. Um, probably be featured as I would say the meat in an upcoming episode, just something like that. But just more to tell you, if you're a Mad Men fan. Um, we're going to be talking about it on the show. And also, if you are in the myth, middle of it or you haven't seen it in a while or you've been thinking, like, maybe it's a good time to rewatch something, you know, maybe you could get it going or maybe at least, I don't know, maybe the last season or something. Um, just if you wanted to, like, try to join us for the conversation, we'd love to have you. Uh, but more to come on Mad Men coming up this week. 
Um, that's really it for what you watch. And it's just me today. But uh, the rest of the, just some like high level stuff so you can have it on your list. Um, Fast and Furious. You know, it's coming up soon. We're doing a Fast and Furious special. So we just watched all the films, Carrie and I. And we are going to have uh, some new guests on the show. This is going to be just next week. Kind of jumping ahead to coming up for this part, but you need to know it. Um, Fast and Furious films. Get to watching them. Yeah. Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. Watch all of them in order. I think you need to watch Tokyo Drift between six and seven. That'll get you the right chronological timeline, which is, you know, this is the one movie franchise where I break my rule of release order versus chronological order. Uh, I think it does work pretty well <laughs> if you sneak Tokyo Drift in there instead of watching it three, like it, whatever, whatever I said, between six and seven. Um, Mandalorian, we're going to talk about it in a minute. Uh, don't worry, we're getting there, we're getting there. It's, it's our feature today. Going to get to it. And again, we want to hear what you're watching. So go to our website, mostlysuperheroes.com slash contact. You can write us a letter. You can also just reach out to us on any of those social media channels. And we will get you featured on the show and talk about the show you're watching uh, right now, even if it's not a new show. You know, if you're watching something old, you're giving something to rewatch. We love rewatches. We're all about it. You know, your friends that always shame you for rewatching something. something. No, not on this show. You need to tell us about it because you're part of this family. Family. That's a fast, if you don't know. Real fans know. All right, folks. Um, why don't we uh, move on from what you're watching? Let's just go ahead and jump over to uh, our last section for the day. The meat. The meat, folks. Uh, yeah, our feature, our chunk, the sizzle, the steak. The potatoes, as Andy says. We're talking about the Mandalorian, uh, chapter season two, <laughs> episode two, chapter ten, sub chapter. No, I mean seriously. I want like it's a long title. Uh, I guess I guess the chapters are cool, just because it's, you know. Well, I guess one day if you don't look at them as seasons, but. Just, you know, it's, I don't know. I know there's one way, more than one way to chop an onion or whatever they say. But either way, I'll tell you right now, it's still good. It is still good. I'm, I'm not kidding. It's, uh, we're two episodes in. I want to talk about the second episode of the second season right now. It just dropped a few days ago. And I think on Friday. I think it's Friday's the day, right? So spoiler alert right now for... Season 2 of The Mandalorian, Episode 2, Chapter 10. There's your spoiler alert. And uh, here's here's my take. Uh, it was fun. It was a little slow. Has to be this early in the season, right? I mean, come on. And here's the thing. It was still good. I don't. I don't ever live usually in the extremes. It's always somewhere in the gray. But it was definitely definitely a you know an early episode. Mike PC Mike always talks about it as you know one of those mission. It's like a side mission to the actual mission. Well, this one's like you know it goes so off track that it's like the side mission of the side mission of the side mission. Like things go so off the rails. But you know, just if I, I'm gonna just if I can, just recap it soon. It's really nice doing these an episode at a, at a time. 
for a podcast or probably for you guys, you know, just to kind of recap you, just a high level. The synopsis was, you know, he's still trying to make this journey across the galaxy to find more Mandalorians. That's his whole thing. Find these Mandalorians, help him get to Yoda town, you know, whatever Yoda's planet is, which I mean, that's in our future, I assume. And uh, he and he gets the help from our mechanic lady on on Tatooine. You know, they're they're definitely on Tatooine a lot. We have seen now from episode one in the season two that uh, you know, the big reveal. Boba Fett is back. Um, I think this was, you know, maybe always the plan is kind of how I looked at this. Um, you know, but then again, maybe not. I don't know. Like the Mandalorian story, if you can't tell what's so intriguing about it, it's just this is again brainchild of George Lucas. What the hell is a Mandalorian? Like this cool ass helmet guy. Like they shaped this whole show around it. So of course, Boba Fett, you know, being famously known as like a character that died too soon and too shitty, I think a lot of fans feel. You know, he dies in the beginning of Return of the Jedi, right? So you have a New Hope and the Return of the Jedi. And it's at the very beginning. Luke's rescuing Han Solo from Jabba the Hut. Nicole's in the like how I said Jabba the Hut. Like there's a duh like in there. Jabba the Hut. <laughs> um, you get gold broad uh Princess Leia, R.I.P. Carrie Fisher. And Boba Fett is uh, what he's hired by Darth Vader, and he's like, "Go get him!" Right, and then he he goes into the pit, the Sarlacc pit. I think Andy called that in the last episode. And so this guy's presumably died, Boba Fett. Right, we're talking Star Wars. We're into the Star Wars universe right now. Star Wars fans, getting your money's worth today from Logan's brain, anyway. He falls into this pit. He's presumably dead. I, that's it, right? I mean, I thought we saw him again later in the movie. This is where, you know, I, I need I got to get more Star Wars fans, friends in here. Call to arms, Star Wars fans. If you ever want to be on a podcast, now is a good time to reach out to this guy. Well, here we are in The Mandalorian. He's on tattoo. He gets back to tattooing the last one. He meets up with the, what, the, the what do they call him? The governor or the, the warden or... The Marshal, played by Timothy, what's his name, episode one. He had on the armor, and that was, if, do I understand this correctly? That was Boba Fett's armor, I believe. I'm not quote, don't quote me. I'm kind of asking, but guessing at the same time. And that's his stuff, because then at the end of the episode, you see Boba Fett. This is the actor. Same, this actor, I believe he's the actor from... Wasn't he the actor from the prequels? Or maybe, either way, this is this is where I get really confused and I need some clarity. This is, you're getting kind of my take and guess. I'm asking you to, you know, troll me, I guess, essentially. Do you send me, I don't like to, you know, I don't get into all the comments all the time. I've seen the nastiness already that sometimes happens. But if you write us at Most of Superheroes, I mean, I'm going to take you seriously. I want to hear about your theories. Or if you can just give me some clarification. I feel like maybe uh, just a rewatch of the Star Wars films would help me with this, but it's just a lot of time. It's a big investment. Um, 
hey, that's our philosophy around here if you want the full experience, right? So maybe that's on me. So what I'm t- what I'm thinking now is Boba Fett is not living. He's living not as a Mandalorian. His helmet is off. Did did it come off in the movie and in, in Return of the Jedi or? Uh, uh, it came off at some point. It seems like because he didn't put it back on. All right, so this one, I just I wanted to focus on that for a minute because I haven't really got to talk about that yet on this show. So there you go. That's just me kind of having it out. Now the second episode, all right, way different um he's gonna try to keep finding people he being the mandalorian and the kid the mechanic lady on tatooine says you can i'm gonna help you get there with a big catch you have to take this frog alien to her husband because she has had these eggs and the eggs cannot be flown at hyperspeed because they'll die so you got to take her at regular speed in space which is incredibly dangerous. Mandalorian's on the hide, on the run. We get X-Wings again, X-Wing fighter jets again in the show. This is, what, this is at least the second time. I mean, more than that at this point. And it's a pretty fun scene. It's, um, it's you know, you get a lot of dialogue between the pilots and the Mandalorian, who's trying to keep his cool, not get caught with this thing on his ship. While all this is happening, Baby Yoda is snacking on the eggs. He's just walking around chomping on these things, drinking them, like eating them out of her backpack, her egg backpack. This thing can't even speak English or whatever they call it in Star Wars, probably like the common tongue. So they're just, he's just sitting there going, and they eventually could talk, but not yet. X-Fighters are like, are you this person? Who are you? Are you a rebel person? There's this whole thing about Sending signals from ship to ship to prove who you are. Some stuff that I kind of, you know, I kind of get lost on that. I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. All right, you know, Star Wars is good at that. They kind of can gleam over the technical wonky wonky. I've never said wonky wonky before in my whole life. Um, he kind of then he decides he's gonna run because they've kind of figured him out. He gets stuck on this ice planet. I thought it was Hoth at first. Did you? Was it? Still don't know, but it was an ice planet. And this is something where I get really proud of myself. I get to just to brag to you guys. I called something in this show that you really don't think you would have called. Whenever they crash on the planet, the fish, the frog lady walks off with her eggs somewhere. Baby Yoda's hungry for more eggs, so he tells the Mandalorian, kind of. You know, he kind of talks in this one. He's kind of like, meh, 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 meh. and not only that, this is another big key thing about this episode of The Mandalorian. Baby Yoda kind of gets to have a, a perspective and also something to do. You know, this is something that's great in the show in season two. We, we've we seen Baby Yoda be goo goo ga ga cute forced here and there, you know, mostly in the egg. Now we're seeing Baby Yoda walking around, trying to talk, and eating eggs like I'm just hungry like I'm just like and they even do this some low point of view shots the camera work on this episode is really good you know very noticed like baby Yoda's walking around I love that I love getting his take all right well this is the part I called Mandalorian takes baby Yoda goes into this cave first of all Carrie made a funny comment here she's like seems to always be in a cave somewhere it's true and what I called was what if he walks in here and this thing's taking a hot bath because it's a frog, and like the eggs are cold. Oh, well, I was right. They were taking a hot bath, <laughs> and 
and uh, he starts putting the eggs. He, he's like, we got to get out of here. Well, baby Yoda, really egg hungry, finds an ice egg, eats it. Turns out to be a family of spiders. When I say a family, I'm talking about the scariest cave spiders you've ever seen in your whole life. I mean, these spiders start cracking out of these eggs, which are spiders born in eggs like that? I was just genuinely curious. But I mean, these are spi- these are ice spiders. Like they're white and stuff. They come by the thousands. And it's just the three of them running out of there. Fish, ju- like a frog lady hops out of the water, puts on her pants and her suit like real quick and is like zips it up. Like it's like zips it up. It's like they run out of there. They're in the ship. This is terrifying. They get in the ship. The spiders are immediately in the ship. They are crawling. A picture, uh, everything from a one-foot spider all the way up to a spider that is at least 100 feet tall. At least. I think I am undershooting. I'd say 300 feet. And I always overshoot, so let's just land at an even 200 feet tall spider minimum. It's a guess. They are in the ship. The spiders are in. Baby Yoda almost gets eaten. Fish Lady shoots a few of them. It's like a moment of, okay, we're on the same page. Mandalorian fire blasts the spiders so they can at least close the door to the hole, to the, I said the hole. I think that's more of like a boat or a submarine, like the uh, the cockpit, I guess. They're in the ship. They're like, okay, let's fly out of here. They start flying up, start flying up. They start even playing like the Mandalorian theme song softly in the back. You can hear it. You think it's like, okay, they're going to get out of here. Big spider Lands on the ship, puts hole in the right, hole in the left, right around the cockpit. It's all over. They're going to die. Nope. X-Wing fighters, blast, blast, blast. We save you. Not only that, here's a speech about you, Mandalorian, doing things good in the galaxy. Word has spread. We're going to let you go. Mandalorian has a reputation. He might even be on the track to an ally ship with the Rebel fleet, which is now like, you know, post Empire ran world, but still, you know, we're really nerding out today. I love this. Cool scene, cool moment. He somehow gets this ship together. He even says, we're going to limp to the next place. Everyone get cozy in the cockpit. Go pee before you get in there because it's going to be a long ride. And this thing really does look like it's limping in space. Like one engine's not working. He flies up. And that's the episode. And they're headed off. I'm trying to think if there was anything other big in there, other favorite parts. Um, I really was disappointed uh, that when an episode that was kind of boring, that kind of drug on, and did give Baby Yoda a voice, right? Gave him, like, stuff to do. I was a little peeved that, like, Yoda, Baby Yoda didn't do anything force-wise. Like, even if it was just, like, you know, throw one spider out or something. Like I, I get that he like he gets tired, you know, he's like Ugh, he sleeps. But like he's getting older. He had a ton of eggs. He ate so many eggs. Back to what Carrie said too, like what she said about the cave is like he's always fighting creatures in caves. He really is always fighting creature in caves. Um, not trying to I'm I love this show. Thank you. Please keep making it. Take my money. I'm just saying. I'm no I mean, I said it. A lot of cave creatures, which maybe it's the best because I'm having the most fun 
you know, it is scary. Those spiders were terrifying. I literally thought I was going to have nightmares about it. I didn't. I had nightmares about other stuff. I was like back in an office building or something. It was not cool. All right, more coming up on The Mandalorian. We got these weekly drops, so look for weekly recaps and retells. Um, overall, I'm loving the show. I think you're doing a great job, and thank you for making it. And am I ever excited to see what more Star Wars universe things come out of Disney and Disney Plus, Lucasfilm, Star Wars, the whole group? Because um, we know that there's you know talks of the Solo movie now again, like a second movie. Um, there's talks of a Rogue One TV special. Don't know if we need that, um, but prove me wrong, you know, always. Um, I know I'm forgetting. Oh, of course, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan show. Like, Hugh McGregor coming back. So, thank you, Mandalorian. Thank you, uh, Disney Plus, for that show. And more coming on The Mandalorian. All right, with that, let's uh, wrap up the show. Just a couple of things we've, we've – talked about but let's just talk about what's uh what's coming up in the show okay a couple things we've mentioned uh um a couple of these fast and furious special if you haven't watched them or you want to catch up on a couple you know at least watch the last few you know we're preparing for fast nine f9 whatever they're gonna call it um, if you haven't heard of the podcast, How Did This Get Made? They do a whole feature of these films. They talk about all of them. That's the Paul Shear, Jason Sudeikis, um, the cast from The League, essentially, if you ever watched that show. That's a funny show, right? Uh, they, they talk about these films, and they're pretty good, too. So there's a lot out there to prepare for this. Uh, watch for that special coming next week. Already talked about the Batman Returns Christmas special. That'll be sometime in December. We might do a Thanksgiving special sometime here in November. We're gonna talk. We're gonna watch uh, Avengers: Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame at some point to prepare for Wandavision. That looks like it might be dropping around Christmas Day. So get those on your list. Um, we're still watching The Undoing. Watch for weekly updates there. Mandalorian, of course. Mad Men, wrapping that up. Watching a lot for you guys. I don't know if you're like picking up on this. I say for you guys. You know it's for me, but we're going to have a good time talking about it. And uh, we want you to be a part of the conversation. So how are some ways to do that? You can uh, like and comment on our stuff on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Tumblr. Uh, you can take part in a contest. We have a VHS watch party contest that we did narrow down to two films. And the vote is going to be live today announcing it right now because I'm going to put out a brand new post featuring both the films, make it nice and clean and easy for everyone. It's going to be choose your favorite film out of the two that came out of the, the 30. You know, just get backstory. If you're a new listener, we had 30 of these VHSs. We've made it down to, to two. Dogma and Jurassic Park. You know, you already know right now. And you already know. You're like, oh, I know which one I pick. All right, now what do you do? Okay, go to mostlysuperheroes.com. You can do this. You can write. You can write us on and comment in the contact page and like just send us just one word. Just put the word. You don't even. You know, you don't need to put your name or anything. If you do, probably gonna get a shout out. Um, I'll also put it on the social channel. So I'll put a picture of the two films, and you can vote there. So just if you're listening now, just go check out our. Any social channel you want, you can just search mostly superheroes. We got our nice logo, our 
You're going to see the nice my face on there. You'll know which one it is. And vote for your favorite. What are we going to do? We're going to live watch uh, whatever one wins uh, with the crew. We're going to have like here in the studio, pull it up on the TV, uh, and we're going to watch minimum uh, one hour. You know, if we're having fun, it's a good time. We'll just keep it going. You know, if, if an hour goes by and we were like, okay, we've got it, you know, we'll wrap it up. Uh, but we'll do some shout outs during the, th- during the live watch. We'll answer some questions. We'll get on your comments. And not only that, um, we're going to do a drawing from our social accounts uh, for $25 in food delivery. So how do you enter to win that? You comment on the post, you put your vote, and you mention a friend. All that with liking uh, us on whatever channel you're seeing it on, you know, if it's on Instagram or whatever. If you like us, mention your friend, and vote for either Dogma or Jurassic Park, you're going to be entered for that contest to win 25 bucks in food delivery. Well, then you're going to be able to eat uh, whatever your favorite takeout is for the live watch that we'll do here in the coming weeks. Um, That's pretty much it, folks, for what's coming up on the show, but I can't tell you how excited we are everyone that's working on it by everyone i mean myself my fiance and of course andy and mike that come on each week um and we appreciate we hope you're enjoying it a lot of work goes into getting this together for you and thanks to all those sources out there that always prep us for the show had a lot today had comic book movie web screen rant you know brandon davis chris killian love you guys you guys are always putting out great stuff your videos keep us informed if you haven't already go follow them on social media and check them out at comicbook.com Keep coming back. Uh, more shows coming up. You know, we've got the video content on YouTube. Everything lives at mostlysuperheroes.com. Uh, take it easy out there. Be kind to each other. Take a breath. We're all out here trying to do the best and just try to be happy. Just remember that. And it'll make every decision just a little bit lighter. We're going to try to have a good time. We're going to be here for you to take your mind off things, talk about your t- favorite TV shows and movies. And we'll see you next time on Mostly Superheroes.